You are listening to the Power and Pros Podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? You're tuned in to another episode of the Power and Pros podcast. I hope that y'all are doing well, that your first week of 2022 has been enlightening, fruitful. You've had space to rest. Remember to rest, even though we're at the beginning of the new year, there are all these things that we want to tackle. And I'm excited to be recording this episode with y'all. So first off, announcement. Last episode, I shared that Power and Pros was on TikTok. And to be real with y'all, I'm still trying to figure out What's the best medium and how do I want to show up in different things for the show? And so with that said, I feel like I want to direct you guys to Zest of Deaths on TikTok, which I have promoted before versus the new Power and Pros page that I created. I just feel like for me to be um, as authentic as possible, separating the two doesn't really work. And so I just want to kind of share that with you guys, that an additional platform on how you can own your voice coming from me is available on TikTok via Zestadest, not Power and Pros. So I just want to share a little bit of transparency with y'all. And I mean, y'all know we all trying to figure out our things, what we're doing, how we want to show up in the world. I have goals that I've written as well. And so as I'm navigating that, I want to take you guys on a journey a little bit more, be as transparent as I can be, be as authentic as I can be. And with that, there are going to be some trial and error, you know what I'm saying? And so I appreciate you guys, of course, for always showing up and showing out no matter what I do. Um, and that will continue throughout the rest of the year as I hope to support you guys as well. And so with this episode, I want to share encouragement in regards to timing. Okay. When we think about timing, there, there are just so many things that come with that. You can think about age. You can think about the actual minutes and hours that it takes you to complete a task, cleaning your room, child, um, recording and editing a podcast episode before it goes out each and every week, whatever it may be. We think about time. And for me personally, sometimes I put unrealistic expectations on myself. Like it's just, it's just apparent. Like I can, I look up and I'm like, yeah, I don't know if that was realistic when I first started. And then other times I have the right mission, but I miscategorize my moves as a fail. If I'm moving under this wrong timing, like time is low key fake. And I feel like that's one of the lessons that we've learned in the past two years is like time. We don't own it. We can't manipulate it to fit how we want it to fit. We have to just move forward and time is going to unfold as it unfolds. But if you are judging yourself, if you are miscalculating certain things and then beating yourself up about it, it really can deteriorate how you continue to use your voice as you move forward, how authentically you choose to be. You might try to cut corners so that way you can get things done quicker and quicker does not guarantee efficiency. It doesn't guarantee impact and it doesn't guarantee kingdom work and that's what we want to do and so if you can relate keep listening as always we're going to get into the power punch of the week and then we'll get into it all right y'all so the power punch for this week is to look at your goals or your vision board bullet points sticky notes that you've written out for the year and i just want you to ask yourself this one question as you digest have you been realistic with the timing. 
Have you been realistic with the timing? I know a lot of us have heard about SMART goals, right? And I think that applies to our vision as we cast it for the year, as we think about things that we've heard from God and things, how we want to move. And I just want to remind us, I have to remind myself of how you can make a SMART goal. And it's an acronym, the word SMART. So I'm just going to go through each of the letters really quickly. S is for specific. Do you have a specific thing that you want to accomplish? M, is it measurable? If you have your specific thing, how are you going to make sure? What's the marker to understand if you've accomplished it in the time that you set out for yourself? A, attainable. Is it attainable? And maybe if you have a by December 31st of 2022's goal, it is attainable to complete that by this year. But you may be a person that for it to be specific and measurable, you might have to break it down by quarter, break it down by each month, each week. Um, so really think about how is it attainable for you in this season right here, right now. That is important. Are relevant. Is it relevant? to what you're doing, to your overall goal, your overall purpose, the overall resources that you can plug into right now. Is it relevant? If it's not relevant, you might want to take another look. um, Is that a goal that you need to be trying to tackle right now? And then time-based is the T. Time-based. You want to ensure, you want to ensure that there is a time marker on it. But as I said in the beginning of this episode, Time needs to be relative to the situation, needs to be relative to kingdom work, not time based off somebody on Instagram that you saw they did it in X amount of time. Or you know it takes you a second to edit your content. So you need to rescale how you think about that. It could mean, I mean, they're just an array of what timing could mean, right? And maybe for each goal, the timing looks different. You might not be able to attain all of your goals during this year, all of your January goals that you have, all your Q1 goals that you have, you might be able to tackle some in the beginning and then start on your Q1 goal now, but it might be finally actualized in Q2. And that's okay. I want us to start to think about time in a different way. And so again, the power punch, look at your goals, look at your vision board, and just think about the reality of time within the goals that you've written for yourself. Y'all, one of my favorite things to do is ordering flowers with my groceries. So I get my groceries delivered. And when I get my groceries delivered, I love getting flowers to have in my apartment. It just makes me feel really good. It's something I can stare at as cute (laughs) every day. Um, And it just gives my space a different color. It gives it different vibrancy, a different breath as I walk into the room. And so this past week, I ordered some flowers and these flowers arrived as buds. When I tell y'all, I got these flowers at my door and I was very low-key annoyed at the shopper who got them because one, I wanted a different type of flower, but I put on there like, you know, substitute based on what's available in the store. So cool. You got me what's available in the store and I don't know. I wasn't really feeling it. I wasn't really feeling it. And they were buds. I'm like, I wanted flowers, not seeds. Okay. So I was like, eh. However, they unexpectedly bloomed. Like one day I was walking and making me some coffee in the kitchen. And I look up and there were full fledged flowers in the kitchen. And they were not there the last time that I looked. And I believe that going from a bud to a 
fully bloomed flower. There were a couple things that I participated in that helped the flowers get to that. One, I prepared a space for them, being the vase. I had a vase that I put them in. Second, I fed the flowers with water. Third, I gave it time, like days had to pass. And as I think about our goals and us fully actualizing into all that we're going to be using our voice to its highest capacity, no matter if you're selling real estate, you got a podcast, if you are trying to shine at work, if you're breaking generational curses and having to speak up in your family, as you navigate difficult relationships in dating and friendships, there are a few things that we have to do. Number one, we have to mourn the fantasy. A lot of times as we think about daydream, have actual dreams about our future, it's shown to us or we reveal it to ourselves in a certain way. And it's very particular. And I think that while smart goals, there's that S for specific, sometimes what your reality looks like and what's standing in front of you is not going to match up to that vision. And we can pause our purpose because we're waiting on the exact matchup. It's like Tetris. You want that exact thing to fall down into that spot. And because you're waiting on that exact thing and you're not willing to make shifts and have to turn some things around to work with what you have, you end up stacking all these blocks on top of each other and you're not able to remove any stressors from your life because you're so fixated on this particular thing. We have to mourn the fantasy. If things are not panning out exactly as you saw it, if you don't have the support that you thought you would have, if you are a bit more nervous and shaky at the beginning of what you're trying to do at the beginning of this year, that is okay. Mourn the fantasy that everything is going to be perfect at the offset, that you're not going to meet any obstacles, any challenges, any pushback, any nerves. It's going to happen. And it is natural. And once we start to do that, we can achieve the next thing, which is to accept and respect the present. Who you are, where you are, and how you are right now is going to help you get to the ultimate person that you're trying to be the ultimate impact that you want to have, the reach that you want to obtain. But if you don't honor, respect, love, pour into, hold space for where you are right now, what you have to say today, I don't see how we can feel confident to be able to move forward. And I'll share with y'all my word of the year for 2022 is confidence. And a lot of times confidence killers are based in the today. I, in my brain, I am fully confident and aware somehow. I mean, I think it's the Holy Spirit, like faith that I will get to this vision of death that I have in my head. But when I tell y'all, when I look in the mirror, that death is not here today. Like she's not, she got some work to do if she's going to get there. And if I continue, which I'm guilty of, to beat myself up, to overjudge myself, Based on who I am today, I'm going to be so burdened down. I'm going to be so tired. I'm going to be so unmotivated that I won't even want to put in the work to get to where I'm trying to be. So as we mourn the fantasy, we have to accept the present. 
because there's a gift in that. There is beauty in that. There's love in exactly where you are today and you will miss it. If you are too fixated on this fantasy world that ain't even from God, it might not even be from God, that you've built up in your head and that you're sitting on the dock of the bay waiting for. The next thing is to prepare a space for the future. As I mentioned with the flowers, I had to prepare a space for them, a vase. They lasted that much longer because there was a dedicated space for them to be in. And a lot of Um, I guess Christian spaces, you'll hear the word consecrated, and that means to be set apart, to be divinely, strategically, intently put into a specific sphere, place, and mindset in order to grow. We're going to have to create that space. And that space this year, what your consecration looks like, what your dedicated time and your, your own little corner looks like, might be different than last year. It might be different than yesterday. Yesterday? My corner, my space, my consecration was um, having space during the workday where I just put a 10 minute timer on my phone and I had to sit and just cry for a second. Like I had to release. And today it was taking like 200 selfies because I feel so fire. Like, you know what I mean? Each day is going to look different, but without having that space, You won't see the full matriculation of the blooming of your voice, of the blooming of all that you are. You have to prepare a space for the future. And that's a present day thing. If there's no space, that's how things get rooted out so quickly. And where you are in the future feel that much distant from each other because there's no space for your future and your present. So you have to create that space. Next, feed the passion. Okay, my plant in my room, them flowers that I ordered, they needed water to feed off of, to survive. You need water. You got the living water, which is the word of God, which is Jesus. You know what I'm saying? But you also just in general, think about your IG feed. People talk about cleaning up your feeds. And I've been seeing so many things that motivate me even when I'm quote-unquote what killing time on social it's things that keep bringing me back to my purpose back to my goals back to what I want to do the content that you watch on YouTube long-form things like different shows like I get motivation from so many things I randomly watch Emily in Paris and I feel like (laughs) there's not even a show I would watch but I watched it And one, she works in marketing, advertising, just like me. So that was crazy. It was not expecting that. Two, she up and moves to this new city. She had new experiences. She had to make new friends. It's the same thing that I did. And then she was also being a creative at the same time and building up her social platforms and things like that. And so that's all stuff that I'm trying to do. And so as I'm leisurely watching Netflix, I'm able to pull all of these similarities, all of this inspiration, all of these parallels between what I am experiencing and my passion. You want to feed your passion and in your consecration time it could be that it could be when you kicking it with your friends and just talking about your passion every once in a while sharing your vision board doing a vision board swap with some people you know doing a goal swap giving me a goal for a goal i tell you what i'm trying to do by the end of january you tell me what you're trying to do by the end of january and 
it really starts to feed you. You can have other people feed you. They start to send you stuff that they see that's in relation to what you told them. And you feel that much more, again, rooted and confident in what you are trying to do. Lastly, and this is how we started the episode, you have to give time for the intended outcome to bloom. If I would have got my flowers with my grocery order, saw that they weren't fully matriculated flowers and then threw them out, they never would have been. They would have not had the space. They wouldn't have been fed and they wouldn't have had the time to grow because they're in the trash can with no light, no water and no dedicated space. But because I was able to create that space feed the passion, and then give it time, allow days to pass, I look up and the blooming happened. It was done. It was complete. And that is what God promises us, a complete work, that everything that happens to us is for our good, that he don't leave us nor forsake us. But if we don't allow days to pass, if we don't allow that time to go forward, we're not going to see it. When I think about people who experience like the hardest of times, you feel at your lowest of low and you think about giving up on this earth. And if this is for you, I'm telling you, please grab it. When people decide to end their lives, they give up on their passion, their dreams. They want to paint and they don't pick up the paintbrush anymore because the last time they posted, they didn't get enough likes or they were they entered into a contest and they didn't win the grand prize. That has nothing to do with the calling on your life. And I promise you, the more that you continue to wake up and go at it again and wake up and go at it again and wake up and go at it again and wake up and go at it again, it has no choice but to end in your favor. It's a promise. It's a guarantee. But you got to allow time for the intended outcome to bloom. The things you don't want, you're going to see that. Things are going to bloom that you, you're you like, now nah, this is a weed. I rebuke this in the name of you. Like you're going to see stuff and it's like, why is this happening to me right now? I don't want this. I didn't ask for this. I didn't pray for this. I ain't sent up a word for this. I ain't sent up worship for this. I'm not tithing for this. Me and my homegirls ain't talk about this. My family's never experienced this. Why is this happening to me? You're going to feel that. I feel that. I'm speaking with my whole chest right now. Like I have felt that. I decide and some days it's a cry. Some days it's, it is like me. You know what I'm saying? I'm finna binge, watch something. I'm finna eat me some chips and then I'm going to bed. There have been days when I've had to clock out from the day. Like, you know what? I'm going to bed at eight o'clock. I can't do this Tuesday no more. But what happens is I have to make a decision that Wednesday is going to be better, that the next day is going to be better, that I'm going to continue to get up and allow God the time to prove to me what he promised me. That's what we have to do. Y'all have heard the statistic that many people give up their goals before January even ends. Before January even ends. I think it says about 10 or 15 days into the year, people are like, eh, And they give up. And most of the time, this is a result of typically a mix of lack of discipline and a lack of kindness to self. We have to be kind during the process, accepting the hard days. And when things don't go our way, when people are not cheering for us, rooting us on, when we see somebody standing at the finish line with a thing that we are so hesitant to even start on. 
We have to express gratitude on the good days. When things go well, when we see the mark of God in our lives and somebody affirms us, when we affirm ourselves, I'm telling y'all, I've spoken about my confirmation journal before. Get you a notebook, get you a post-it, write it down. And on the bad days, you can go back to it. Like, I I feel like God ain't shown up for me in a while. I did that one time. I opened up my confirmation journal. I seen something I wrote the week before. Like, girl, if you don't calm down, like things are moving, you're good. But again, you got to allow that time to pass, Um, allowing time for things to mature. A lot of times what we're looking for, the finish line, when things are fully actualized, it is a full grown plan, a strategic plan move um having a team to come together and do some things a full-grown move and growth within yourself your faith right a stretching has to take place and we want the first time we go to the gym the first time that we make a healthy meal the first time that we have a smoothie instead of some chips to see the result and that's not how it works you have to continue you have to be dedicated you have to consecrate yourself set aside that time create that space for the intended outcome to fully bloom. That is our challenge. That is our task. And that's something that we have to commit to each and every day. We have to recommit to each and every day. When I think about even um, communion, right? It is, we're saved, period. You know what I'm saying? If you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are saved. You can never do anything that's going to piss him off so bad where he's like, yeah, her, I'm done. Like, you're done. You're done. Like, that's never going to happen. You are good. You're written in his book. Your name is in heaven. I'm going to see you up there, shorty. Like, you know what I'm saying? However, we are told that as often as we do this, do this in remembrance of God, do it in remembrance of Jesus. And so we get a reminder through the bread and through the juice, the wine, that God died for us. Jesus died for us. He rose again for us. And that he's working in us and through us each and every day. That's a reminder that we have. And as we move forward to see the full matriculation of that, we have to be reminded of different things throughout the day. There are certain things that I have in my space. There are certain shirts that I wear. That that's my, this my feel good. You know what I'm saying? And there are some days when I have to put that feel good shirt on when I don't feel good. And it's a reminder of all the times when I've worn that shirt and I did feel good. All the times when I wore that shirt and I did feel confident. All the times when I wore that shirt and I felt like the flyest girl in the room. So on them days when I don't feel that, it's a reminder. And I have to intentionally pull that shirt out of the closet and put it on if i choose not to do that if i choose to sulk and sit i am still creating space i'm still watering something but it's not going to allow the intended outcome to bloom and so i want us to be intentional i want us to be decisive and think about time are you really allowing yourself are you allowing god the space the time to truly Move and activate in your life. And then I want you to think about what all it's going to take to get there. The different times that you've had to rise up in the past and commit yourself this year to doing it again. That's how every goal, every vision on your board that you have, that you decided on, that you took the time to think about, is going to actualize only with space, time and dedication. So the power tool for this week is give yourself time to bloom. 
I am standing in agreement for y'all. Everything that y'all want to pop off this year, everything I want to pop off, all that God has whispered to us, all the things that we've seen and we're like, me too, I can do that too. I've been wanting to do this thing. Let me write down a plan. Let me get some people that I can tell to partner with me. It's all going to happen. If God said it, all we got to do is believe it. And then the work has started to begin. He's already moving and shifting gears to work everything out in your favor. But what we have to do is give ourselves time to bloom. There are things that we are working on that's working in us and through us that as it happens, we build up. And as we build up, we're able to sustain the very thing that we're hoping for. We have to give ourselves time time and there are so many messages that we see on how we don't have the affordability of time that life is short and all of these things and while those can be facts and we spoke last episode about facts versus truth those can be facts but the truth is that God works everything out for our good and so that include and he's a master of time he's the owner of time so if we're partnered with him time begins to be a little bit less of a factor based on what we're trying to do based on the kingdom work that we're building right and so time i I just really i'm challenging myself and i'm challenging all the cool kids tuned in think about time a little bit differently now in the present at the offset and it'll make the future like you'll be able to reach out and grab that thing because you know that time isn't as big as a factor you feel me so be sure to follow power and pros on instagram for writing prompts and to connect as fellow cool kids and if you already follow me on ig be sure to tap into the cool kid community via the pros and praise pages newsletter i provide power boosts and encouragement throughout the week and you don't want to miss out so be sure that you subscribe also hit your girl on tiktok at zest of Des for all quirky tiktok things and lastly if you're enjoying the show if you find it helpful be sure to leave me a review and share your favorite episode with a friend. Share the wealth with your people. I love y'all. I appreciate you. Let's get this bread. Remember to profess your power and there's power in pros. Bye.